Welcome into the Michael Wall Show. Listen, I'm so excited about the show today. We're going to share something that if you own a home or are looking to own a home, you need to know. We're going to talk about it today on the Michael Wall Show. All right, so we got Brittany, she calls herself, or Lawyer Britt, if you're not familiar with her. Uh, on the show today, she owns a uh, legal firm that you guys literally are helping protect families from insurance companies when there's a claimable offense, but they don't pay, right? And we actually, by the way, just full disclosure, she actually helped me, was referred, we connected, and I thought, you know, this is really interesting. I want to have her on the show because... You may not realize this, but if you're a homeowner or looking to be a homeowner, there's a lot of uh, things that happen in the space. And my personal story, just to kind of lay it out here quickly, is why I wanted to have her on. We literally had some trees fall on our home, and we filed a claim. Obviously, it was from a hurricane, filed a claim. And the adjuster came in and looked at our house, looked at our property, and basically, we had already paid it because we wanted to fix it. But they basically said, you know what? It's not covered. We're not gonna we're not gonna cover it. And I'm like, what? And I am typically not the kind of guy, you know, Brittany, first off, welcome to the show. Thank you. So Happy to be here. I am typically not the kind of guy that says, you know, I'm gonna go sue this insurance company. It's just it's just not me. It's not in my fabric. I've never done it. Whatever. I like lawyers, yeah. I got a lot that are friends, you know, but I'm typically like, I'll just take care of my thing and live my life. But I got referred to you and we had some conversation and we talked about it and realized that, you know, this made sense to go ahead and go down that road. And so we did. And now we're final and we're going to get a check to kind of cover our costs and things like that, which is wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to have you on because, you know, we're watching what you're doing and talk about what you're doing. Love your story. And why don't we start into um, kind of what you guys do? Right. So kind of like you laid out, we help homeowners whose insurance companies haven't paid or haven't paid enough for a covered claim. People don't realize that when they buy insurance, they're buying insurance, they, they kind of look at that first deck page, that declarations page, and it mm -hmm. says you're covered for X amount of money. But there's 50 pages after that first page about when, you know, your your insurance coverage actually applies to right. certain issues. Yeah. So it's not that you call your insurance company and they automatically come out and write you a check. Sometimes they come out and say, no, we're not going to cover this. Or they say, well, no, this is under your deductible. And Sometimes it's not. Yeah, and it's like, hey, did you read the fine print? And by the way, when she yeah. talks about deck page, she is not talking about the Declaration of Independence. This is different. <laughs> We're talking about the Declaration of kind of what's covered, if you will, for you. So, you know, this is really interesting. And I wanted to talk about this because I believe there's so many homeowners, right, um, in particular in the state of Florida, and obviously this may apply to some degree in other states as well, right, that are in a place where they have situations happen. You, you got two sides of the aisle. You know, the old thinking with attorneys is, oh, there's an ambulance chaser, right? And there's you see a bus and a sign and, hey, slip and fall. And so these people, you know, drop a bucket of water and slip and fall and sue their company. And yet there's the other side of the aisle that says, wait a minute, you literally paid premium for um, insurance on your home. And, you know, they're not covering what they said they would cover, kind of doing what they said they were going to do. And I grew up, Brittany, I'm a little old school. I'm a little older than you, right? So... <laughs> I grew up from the school that you shake somebody's hand, you look them in the eye, you tell them what you're going to do, and you do it. And today, that isn't always the case. So when it comes to homeowners, what would you say, you've been doing this a little while now, what would you say are some things that you've seen that homeowners are probably not aware of that they should be looking out for? I want to kind of give the folks watching this a couple bullet points that they can be armed with the right information to make good decisions and know, like, yeah, I own a home, and I'm not sure if this matters or not. What should they be looking out for? So the two biggest misconceptions that I see 
are the fact that wear and tear isn't covered and long-term damage isn't covered. Mm. Even if somebody didn't Define know wear and tear. So wear and tear. Everything wears, everything tears. As soon as something is brand new and it starts to be used, it automatically wears. But once something gets to the point where it's so worn it doesn't function anymore mm -hmm. and that causes damage, that's what wear and tear is. So say you have a roof that's supposed to last 20 years. Well, if you're getting close to that 20-year mark, maybe you're over 20 years, you know, mm -hmm. that's kind of past the the life of the roof. It starts to wear down. It's not, you know, filtering out the water as mm -hmm. well as it was mm -hmm. 20 years prior. It's just, it's worn, right. right? There's a difference between that kind of damage where something's worn out, water comes in through some storm and, you know, damages the interior versus where there's actual damage, like a, a tree falling on your roof right. or, you know, wind, you know, a I big was hurricane. actually swinging on the tree. That's no, it's not true. <laughs> Don't tell people that. <laughs> that I'd be watching. What? <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Or, you know, or, a, a, you know, big hurricane comes and it damages the tiles or the shingles mm -hmm. that actually causes the damage. So there's a, there's a difference between what the cause is. And mm -hmm. your insurance policy technically doesn't cover wear and tear. It covers that storm damage, some mm -hmm. actual cause coming over and, you know, destroying parts of the roof. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't need to be, you know, completely destructive. It can be, you know, cracks, um, you know, shingles lifted up from wind and whatnot. Those are damages that are covered, but you need to get it seen to because part two of this is mm. long-term damage isn't mm -hmm. covered, not mm -hmm. covered. And even if you don't know about it, I have many people that will come to me and say, oh my gosh, I've got this huge problem. There's water coming in through my roof into my wall. I had no idea. It's been happening for months. That's not covered. Yeah. That's not covered. That's why I tell mm. people all the time, get pre-storm inspections, get mm. post-storm inspections. Okay. Even if nothing happened during a storm, even if you didn't see any damage, just get it checked out because mm -hmm. there could be damage on the roof you don't know about. Yeah. So and I always say that, especially in Florida, there's oh, yeah. always storms. If, you, if There's a big storm, a big hurricane, a tropical storm, anything. You say, mm, I don't know. There might be something up there. Just get it looked into. And this is something that I really wanted to do. I know a lot of times on this show, when you listen to me, I'm talking about motivational things or other things, but I believe that from time to time, it's important to kind of cover, we'll call it some consumer awareness, you know, topics, because most people, Brittany, I think they're in a situation, not everybody, but some people, they're in a place where their home may very well be their most valuable asset, right? So they want to make sure they're protecting it and they're trying to save money for the future, for retirement, you know, to live their life, to pay for their kids and all these other things. And as you mentioned, in Florida, we have hurricanes and all these other things in general. And so if they're in a place where they go, like my experience was, right? And, and you may have experienced this, I don't know, but my experience was, you know, here I am thinking, okay, we paid for this, I'm going to pay for it anyways, talk to some people, talk to the insurance company, and they basically said, see you later, you know, gave me the, gave, you know, here's the, here's, the, here's the hand, right? Stiff arm kind of deal. And I'm like, well, what do we do now, you know? And why even have insurance? I mean, what's the purpose, right? You have to have it uh, to some degree, really you don't if your house is paid for, but at the end of the day, you're, you're in a place where you're asking yourself the question of how does this work and what does, what does this really mean? What are some of the things that you have learned over the, over just time of doing this as you've connected with some of the families that your big misconceptions, people are like, you know, they're in a place where they're like, well, I don't, I'm paying for this, but they're, the insurance company's probably right. Because we're not saying that all insurance companies are bad here. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, that if you've paid a premium, right, for protection, and the insurance company says that they're going to cover that, and then they just say no, you know, typically we live in a world where I, I'm, a, I'm the kind of guy that just assumes that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. But that's not the case, is it? No, not always. I mean, your policy is a contract. It's a yeah. contract between you and the insurance company. It's like you said, you pay a premium to the insurance company, and in return, they're supposed to pay when you have damage that's covered by that policy. Yeah. So that, that doesn't always happen because there's sometimes there's an argument as to, okay, what really caused the damage? Like I was talking about before, one mm -hmm. of the biggest things the insurance company says is, well, 
this wasn't really caused by the hurricane. This was just wear and tear. This yeah. was this oh, was an issue beforehand. Okay. So that's a bit. That's why so I that's tell people. That's where you were saying that. Okay, that's gotcha. why I tell people get the pre-storm inspection. If there's okay. a storm coming, get an inspection by a roofer or somebody to come out and just do an inspection of your of your home, the entire thing, roof so, and interior. So talk about that pre-storm inspection because you know a lot of times people think about they okay they buy a home they get it inspected and then they're good to go. They have insurance and that's it. So what is that pre-storm? I don't even know what it is. Okay, so. What you're talking about is a pre-purchase inspection, okay. which is fine if your home is relatively new. But okay. if it's been a couple years, I, even if any major storm is coming, I advise getting a pre-storm inspection, which is having your home inspected. I usually say at the beginning of storm season, just every year. Mm -hmm. So around May time, just have mm -hmm. somebody come out, a roofer come out, do an inspection on the roof, tell you what's going on, inspect the interior of your home, look for water stains or any kind of other issues around your home because you want to have some type of evidence of the condition of your home mm. prior to storm season mm -hmm. so that if something happens, you know, God forbid, if something happens during the actual storm season, you know, a hurricane comes, damages mm -hmm. your house, you can show the insurance company, hey, look, this is what my house looked like. Right. This is what my home looked kind of the like. before and after. A couple weeks ago, a couple yeah. months ago. So they can't then argue it was wear and tear because you're sitting here saying, well, can't be wear and tear because the home was fine right. prior to the storm. So those of you out there selling uh, Get Fit supplements, you know exactly what we're talking about here. You take the before picture, right? <laughs> and then you take the after picture. You're like, wow, look at me after this time. So that's what she's talking about. She's talking about take a look at what your house looked like before and after. That's great. That's really great advice and something that I was not familiar with, right? And I guess in Florida here, it's something where people should probably do every every hurricane season. Maybe. That's what I advise. At the start of hurricane season, just get that pre-storm inspection. And okay. if, if a storm comes and comes near your home, you go through it. Afterwards, once it's safe, get a post-storm inspection, which is the same thing, but now you're looking for actual damage. Yeah, that's that's good information. So get an inspection on your house before the storm season comes. All right, we're going to switch gears a little bit and uh, talk just for a minute. Brittany, so you got into this legal work, right? Just kind of shoved into it. Your dad was an attorney, brokerage business, all kinds of different like corporate law, right? And now you're in this space. What do you see when you look at the legal space from your lens now? What do you see as far as um, where things are going with lawyers? And, you know, again, there's all sides of the aisle. You have people that love lawyers, some people that hate, hate lawyers. Some people are like, everybody's a lawyer. One in five people is a lawyer. One in 10 people is a lawyer. I mean, it depends on who you talk to. But what's your thought of this space and uh, really how it interacts with people. Because I think there's still a lot of people out there that are either shell-shocked or they're uncertain. You know, how do I reach out? How do I connect? And that was one of the things that I experienced, I think, as we connected, is you're very approachable and, and just calm in your conversation. But what do you see with the legal space today and how it's changed? Yeah, and I will say that most people that say that they hate lawyers just haven't met the right lawyer yet. Mm, that's a good way we'll to say point it. that out. Yeah. But what I see changing in the legal space is exactly what you said, approachability. Hmm. So when I started my firm, I had actually been posting content online, educating consumers, educating hmm. homeowners mm -hmm. for several months. And I had a lot of people starting to reach out, hey, I have a question. Hey, I think I have an issue. And I would kind of walk them through whether they have an issue, what stage they're at in the process, whether they need me or not. Mm -hmm. And that was just like mind blowing to a lot of people. I told a lot of people, I said, hey, you don't need me yet. Hmm. You just make your claim, see what happens. If the insurance company pays, great. If they don't pay, then you know I'll get involved and start to help you. But here's how what you should do. So I was guiding a lot of people in the process and they would say, wow, like 
this is not the normal lawyer experience, not mm-hmm. the normal law firm experience. Because yeah, typically it's like, hey, we charge, we bill every six minutes and it's 450 <laughs> bucks an hour. Every or tenth whatever, of an hour, yes. Or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Yeah, that's exactly every what it is. Every word you speak, like, we charge for. Yeah, yeah, they do a little consultation. They say, okay, well, if you want to hire me, my fee yeah. is X an hour or 33% of your claim or yeah. you know, whatever yeah. it is. But there's a big shift in, also in the online space of going from just pure advertising. So, mm. you know, everybody thinks John Morgan, Morgan and Morgan, like, mm-hmm. you know, have you been injured in a car accident? Like, for the people. People call us right to this online space where we're putting out content, educating, yeah. entertaining, making connections, not just saying, call us if you have a problem. I'm saying, here's what to look out for. Here's how you should prepare your home so that you don't have a problem. So you don't yeah. need me. Yeah. That's what's changing. That's good. And you and and what do you love about your space right now? Like what you're doing right now? What you, you know, I mean, you guys are rocking and rolling, which I love. But what, yeah. what do you love about what you're doing now? About my social media content? No, or my just firm? about, yeah, life in general. I think it's important for people to see as they're watching this, you know, there's going to be some younger people that are going to watch this show or listen to this show, podcast or whatever it may be, depending on where they're coming. And they're saying, you know, I'm trying to find my lane in life and what I like to do and whatever. And we talked about some kind of buyer beware stuff, but we're also talking about, you know, you found your lane. And whether you'll do this for the rest of your life, I don't know, right? <clears throat> but what do you love about what you do? I love running my law firm. I love my team. I love that we help so many people. I've set up this law firm as, and I coined it a modern law firm Mm. because we focus on efficiency and communication. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've ditched a lot of the traditional things that people think you should do. And I go the efficient route, Mm -hmm. I go the efficient route. And I I communicate with the clients. I mean, I have a whole library of of so many videos set up for my clients Mm -hmm. to explain the legal process to them Mm -hmm. beyond like, you know, what we just tell them in update emails, what we just explain to them on the phone. If they want to come back to something, I have a whole library of videos. And that's separate from from my content on on YouTube or Instagram. I have Mm -hmm. a whole just just resources for clients. I love educating them and explaining things to them because, you know, before when I would represent clients at other firms, I felt like a lot of it was um, confused and a little bit concerned. And people kind of call and say, I don't know what's happening in my case. Well, mm-hmm. they really just didn't understand the process. They, they knew feel what was going dark. on. Right. And, yeah. you know, we tell them, hey, yeah, you know, opposing counsel filed a motion for extension of time. How do they know what that is? Yeah. Nobody outside the legal field knows right. what that is. So right. I went the extra step to educate the client and say, hey, this is what that means. Mm-hmm. Here's how it affects your case. Here's what the next step is. And that is just completely reduced mm-hmm. the stress on mm-hmm. us as a, as lawyers, stress on my team. Mm-hmm. People understand what's going on. They work in conjunction with yeah. us to get things done. I just, I, I love that part. Well, I love running my team like you, that. You're helping people know what they need to know and they don't have to call every three seconds to get an answer, right. you know, which is wonderful. And yeah. we've been doing, we actually have a, uh, a trademark phrase called the efficient portfolio on the financial side. It's interesting you said the word efficient. Um, in relation to the financial planning process, right? Because I'm a big believer of video and things like that as well. So I love that. So an encouragement as you're listening to this, maybe a little side note, maybe you're uh, wanting to start a business or you're you're in a business or you've just started, whatever it may be, or maybe you've been in business for years and years and years. I think the takeaway from that that Brittany shared is take a look at your industry and look to be a, a disruptor. Just because somebody has done something a certain way for years and years and years doesn't mean that you have to do it the same way. And I think that's so important. And I, I think, um, you know, when you take a look at that, what, what that does is that, you know, expedites your success in a lot of ways because people are hungry for content. We see that with how much content people consume today. Now, a lot of it's garbage, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, people are hungry for answers and content and real, right? Yeah. And having some fun along the way. Yeah. Don't be so stiff that you miss miss enjoying the journey. I would also say that people are hungry for experience. Hmm. 
I mean, I agree with that. You know, think about Amazon. You can pop Mm -hmm. into your Amazon app, click buy now, and it's at your house in two days. People love that like streamlined, efficient experience. So I've kind of, when I make a decision in my firm about how my team operates, how we're going to do something, how we're going to connect with clients, I'm thinking about what's the experience for the Mm -hmm. client. So I think that that's something a big you part. really need to consider any industry you're in. What is your yeah. client's experience? All right. So so last thought here. Um, if you're if you got a homeowner listening on podcast or watching on video, and you were going to give one quick thought, I'm putting you on the spot. She she didn't know this, but I'm putting her on the spot. She's going to do good though. Um, that you're going to share with them about here's something that I'd recommend you really be thinking about that might be different than what we talked about in relation to your house, protecting your largest asset, whatever it may be. Is there anything else other than pre-storm inspection that you would say, this is what I'd recommend? Um, I would recommend reviewing your policy, Hmm. reviewing your insurance policy. So many people get their insurance policy. They say, great, put it in a drawer, store it in their email, and they never look at it again. They have no idea what's in the past the first page. They don't know there's a bunch of other things in there. Look through your policy. I know it's difficult there's a lot of laborious. legal yes it's it's a terrible terrible thing but you should do it at least once so that you know what you're covered for look for the exclusions mm. specifically because that's what really comes into play it's not so much what you're covered for but what you're not covered mm-hmm. for so you understand that so you can plan in advance if you know that you have an old roof like i just said wear and tear is not covered mm-hmm. so take a look at your roof make a plan if you need to replace it if you need to you know get it covered in a claim just Know what's covered and what's not covered so you can make a plan. So what if somebody's reading their policy and they're like, uh, I have no idea what this means, or I'm not sure. That's when they call you. Yes, call That's me. where they go to lawyer If you're Brit. in Florida. So yeah. if you're in Florida, I can help you. I'm a Florida licensed attorney. If you're not in Florida, I can try to connect you with my network of attorneys mm-hmm. that do what I do outside of mm-hmm. Florida and any other state. Mm-hmm. But have an attorney help you. Review, yeah. review your policy with you. Love that. And yeah. listen, I think that's you know that, that kind of just takes me back to the idea of um, you know, it was a the great quote years ago that said, uh, measure twice, cut once. Maybe it's a little bit old. I don't know. But I think it's still very relevant today. And I think what happens is in our, you know, experience, fast serve life, one of the disadvantages, Brittany, of that is people can just be like, you know, just give it to me real quick right now. And I just, you know, you know what I mean? Have it your way right away kind right, of thing. Right. And uh, there's some value to that. But the disadvantage sometimes is you're going through life and you haven't really analyzed what's happening. I mean, we've seen this, you know, been over 21 years in the financial space. And, you know, even when we commentated for media nationally for six years, I saw that a lot. A lot of the information was just quick, get out there, just, you know, mindset. It wasn't really like, here's some take home applicable stuff. So I want to challenge you to make sure that you literally go through that process in your life. Life. We, we've we've gone through a season where we went through a shutdown, step back, whatever, rethink. Now it's time as as we're starting to get busy again to say, wait a minute, let me think about what am I doing? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Maybe you're paying thousands of dollars a year more than you th- than you need to pay for your homeowners. I don't know. I'm just saying the process of stepping back and reevaluating and thinking through why you do what you do really matters. Brittany, listen, thanks so much for taking a minute and joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me on, Michael. This is great. And if you want to follow her, she's on Lawyer Brit on Instagram. At lawyer.brit with oh, two Ts. Dot with two Ts. So the <laughs> dot in the middle, at lawyer.brit. You can follow her with uh, two Ts and you'll be able to learn lots about her and what she's doing, what she's got going on. And uh, as always, listen, my challenge and goal in life is to help you improve what you're doing in life. I know there's probably a few folks that you may know that have homes, right? They're like, you know, I never thought about this. And this is interesting conversation. Take a minute with that phone and share this interview with them so they can be knowledgeable and educated and things like that. Obviously, you're in a place where 
if you have a home, storms are coming. They're going to continue to come in Florida. You want to be prepared in advance. Really why I wanted to do this show. This was not anything where she paid or anything. We just had her on, had the conversation, because this was my personal experience where we had an issue with my house, and I had to say, what are we going to do? Who are we going to talk to? We reached out to her, and she helped us on the journey. It was very smooth. i got to be honest with you. It was Thank in the you. process. Yeah. So all that to be said, take a minute and help folks that you know that have homes that need to get this information. Last but not least, this is all about living on purpose, and you know that. My desire in life is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. One of the ways to do that is by being a good steward with what you have, and one of the ways you can be a good steward is by paying attention to what you're doing along the way. It's all part of the journey, right? It's not, a, it's not just about giving money to organizations and things that make you feel good. It's about paying attention along the way and making good decisions with everything that you have that matters. So until next time, have a good one. Talk to you all soon.